0: You're listening to Campus Review Radio. In the transition that happened in 2012, uh, all the uncertainty and funding changes that occurred in that transition uh, ended up with a reduction of 135,000 training places across Australia uh, over those two years, um, which you know we think has an impact on not only the public providers like TAFE but also the whole vet sector and also on, uh, business confidence generally, and it doesn't help uh, unemployment and the skills uh, that we need for people to grow the economy. So uh, what we're really calling for is, is some certainty sooner rather than later, not, not only about uh, what the funding level is, but about what any policy settings are going to be so that when the current agreement expires, we've got time to implement and be ready for uh, you know the new new era. The new agreement needs to be replaced uh, from, I think it's 1 July next year. If, if the VET sector, and TAFE included, uh, had all that you know, made clear to them, the funding levels and the policy settings, it gives us six months to get ready. Um, I mean, you'll appreciate organisations like TAPES are fairly large, and it takes a while to you know, gear up and be ready for whatever the funding levels are and the policy changes that uh, any government might announce. So we're simply asking for six months' uh, lead time to know, you know which way we're heading. I mean, you'll understand a lot of TAPES are led by boards these days around Australia um and i I represent all the chairs of all those boards around Australia that meet regularly and and uh, even prepare see we we need to start preparing our budgets for the financial year starting July one next year, probably as early as february um Now, if we don't know what the funding arrangements are or the policy settings that we're going to operate in, but go with that, it's very hard for us to be able to know you know what we can budget that's just one issue we've got to deal with to start with. Uh, let alone the uh, the teaching uh, load that we need to be able to fulfil to meet it and uh, expected student demand and so on. My call on behalf of the TAFE chairs was to really say to government, and I'm talking I'm talking about federal government here. Um, look, you know, you really have got to start to get some get some decisions made about these things. Um, there's been I think three changes of minister, as you probably know, in the last six months alone. Um, I met with the previous uh, minister for vocational training. Um, we now have another new one who's brand new into the role, and, and what I say is also, you know, very interested in knowing our views and, and trying to work with us. But the machinery of government just seems to go on and on, and I'm not sure that they, despite our calls for, you know, er, early decisions, uh, we're not getting a sense necessarily. Um, and we're not being critical of them. We're just saying, look, we would be really like you to be able to, uh, to, you know, start to give us. You know, take our consultation and, and start to make decisions, so that by the end of the year, uh, the tape sector across Australia, and in fact the entire vet sector, has got six months' lead time to prepare for whatever whatever the funding levels are, uh, and and the policy changes. I mean, you, you'd be well aware of some of the issues the government's come out with recently in terms of reacting to quality problems uh, in the private provider sector, for example, you know, and there seems to be, you know, in, in, instead of sort of consultation and, and some, you know, some clear decision making, we seem to get, uh, unfortunately, a lot of quick responses that don't always actually fix the problem. Um, as you know, in response to the uh, vet fee help matter, they, they simply came out and said, oh, well, we'll cap all that. We'll cap the number of places. Well, that included Capping the places for quality providers like TAFE around Australia, I and mean, in fact we were probably the, the most self-regulated uh, provider in the vet sector in terms of quality, um, and also subject to ASQA like everybody else. Um, and so that's that's caused you know that's hurt the TAFE sector in terms of being able to provide training for the number of people that we'd like to be able to do that can access uh, vet fee help on a, on a basis of knowing they'll get a quality uh, uh, training outcome. I think I speak for all the TAFE chairs that, when we meet regularly, who keep saying that our role is to keep making sure we provide uh, quality outcomes, not just to satisfy ASQA, uh, with whom, and in fact, uh, not only ASQA, some of some TAFEs, as you know, are into the higher education space fairly actively, and so we've also got to deal with uh, uh, TESQA as well. Um, and in both cases, uh, the regulator has never had a problem with any TAFE in any state in Australia. Now. All we can do is continue to make sure we provide quality outcomes um but it's not up to us to uh, solve the problems of what the private sector and i might say you know and it's really up to Acpet to make comments on that but i don't i'm not i don't think it's uh, it's across the whole private provider sector i think even Acpet would say they've got you know some individual a small number of people that are uh, causing problems and bringing a disrepute to the whole sector both public and private, what can we do? Uh, we can just continue to to say to government you know you 've got to get your policy settings right to ensure these quality outcomes um, are right across the sector, not just from TAFE or some of the more reputable private providers who are also meeting those quality standards um, it's really a government issue to sort out, but rather than just uh, make policy on the run we 'd rather they continue to consult with all the providers, including us and uh, and and say well what's the best way to resolve these issues um and then make decisions and, and get on with it but my comments today were really not so much about the quality issue well i'm happy to make those comments but it's really about the npa which you know here we are in april 2016 and we're hoping by the end of this year that at least we all have a, a much clearer understanding of where they're going i mean and the whole starting point for this was based on 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 the, right back a few years ago on on the uh, a number of key outcomes, which was accessibility, transparency, quality, efficiency and responsiveness. Now, I might go through each of those, but I think all of us would be able to say that that hasn't been achieved in every every one of those outcomes to date. So the government needs to really revisit those and say, well, what are the policy settings that will help the next MPA um, achieve those outcomes? Because, look, what what I think everyone in Australia wants is is, is an efficient Quality uh, training and education system uh, through the VET sector that helps people get jobs. I mean, at the end of the day, as I've often said, we're not in the business of training for training's sake. We're in the business of training people who can become employed. And that's what the Australian government wants. That's what the economy wants. But we've got to be able to meet those outcomes, uh, which I don't think we have. I don't think they've all been met in this current round. And so when I say policy settings, James, for the next NPA... That's where we'd like to, all providers would like to have a chance to say, well, look, here are some recommendations on how you can achieve those in the the decisions you make about the next NPA arrangements. We had a number of key recommendations already that we provided. And in fact, each TAFE separately in Australia has provided submissions uh, or did provide submissions to the uh, Skills Reform NPA review by uh, Allen's And I might say I think the report does reflect the wider view across the VET sector, including TAFE, about... um, what, what we think is the way to go for government but um, you know we keep getting these these uh, as I say quick reactions to particular problems that and, and a, a change of ministers and we, we we just wonder where is this all going to end up with in terms of getting a clear a very clear outcome by the end of the year uh, that we can all plan for 1 July next year and say here's the funding level um, and, and, and why I suppose your first question is you said well why do you want that same amount well if you track Funding in the vet sector from the Commonwealth, it has declined over the years. Um, unlike, the, say, the university sector, for example, which has increased. So we're saying, well, look, this is the, this is the key to the Australian economy: is funding training that will actually produce people in employment in the skills that are going to be needed. Not only, for, and that's our other concern. I mean, it's not only jobs that are around today that need that need uh, people, but, but there are there are new jobs emerging in the next five or ten years that haven't ex- don't exist at the moment. So the public providers are certainly geared up to saying, well, what's the training we have to provide? What are the jobs of the future? What courses do we have to develop? And what funding do we need to be able to provide those courses around Australia through TAFE? So if you look at the, uh, I mean, you've seen all the statistics on the uh, on the TAFE market share as a result of the last NPA round. And uh, this is not just, I might say, this is not just TAFE, um, what's the word, crying, uh, crying in a foul because our market share has been knocked around. I mean, uh, some states, each state varies, as you know. Each state has its own arrangement. Some states are fully contestable. Some are hardly contestable at all. Uh, Some states' uh, governments have reversed their contestability levels, um, which is fine. Each state uh, government administered makes those decisions. But um, it's very hard when you're trying to provide quality educational outcomes or skills training in a market that is contestable where some people don't play by the rules and take advantage of the uh, Commonwealth Largess, uh, not necessarily for the benefit of the student or the, or the sector generally. So, um, you know, we think we, we think it should least, least, at least be the same figure that was negotiated at the start of the last NPA. Um, and obviously it would be nice if it was increased, but increased in a targeted way so that it's specifically aimed to, to provide funding into programs that will equip people for the jobs of the future um, and and not just uh, you know whatever's been in the past necessarily what the TAFE chairs want uh, you know and I'm sure other providers do too but I can only speak for the TAFE chairs you know who are if if you put us together we are in fact you know the biggest chunk of the whole vet sector in Australia um, by numbers uh, of students and so on so um, you know I, I think I speak for a fairly large proportion of the vet sector through all the TAFEs in Australia Uh, by saying all we want is clarity and certainty about what the future is going to look like, uh, as well as knowing what the amount of dollars will be. Um, And and we'd like to know it sooner rather than later to allow us to be prepared to implement and plan uh, for the next round of the NPA, whatever it is, uh, starting uh, mid-next year.